Hello, hello. You're listening to the Career Changemaker podcast. Having the courage to leave a career that you have worked hard to build and try something else can be tough. So in each episode, we dive into key career change strategies so that you have a clear understanding of what is required to transition into a new role or a new industry without feeling like you have to start at the bottom or have to take a massive pay cut because hashtag ain't nobody got time for that. (laughs) If you are ready for frank and honest discussions about how to become a career change maker, keep listening. I'm your host, lawyer turned career strategist and executive coach Janine Esbrand. Hey, 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 how are we doing? I'm going today as the final installment in the visibility series that I've been running. So if you have not caught the previous videos where I've been talking about the importance of visibility for female professionals, I encourage you to go back and have a look at some of the previous live streams because we've been talking all about positioning, all about being intentional, all about visibility and what it can do for you in terms of opening up opportunities and getting you to where you want to get to in your career. Today, I am going to be talking about the fact that the world of work is changing fast, as we know, and the importance of being ready and what you can be doing to get ready for the changes that are afoot. All right, so we're going to dive in and we're going to talk about the fact that the world of work is changing. I think that positioning yourself um, intentionally and focusing on your visibility and focusing on personal branding is something that is way more essential than it was in the past. In the past, it was a nice to have. Like if you're somebody who is looking to progress in your career, it's nice if you can build out your LinkedIn profile. It's nice if you're able to go and speak more about what it is that, you, that you're doing. It's nice if you're able to position yourself. Um, you may still be able to advance in your career without doing those things. I think now in 2023, it's even more important that you're doing those things. So it's gone from a nice to have to a, yes, this is absolutely something you should be focusing on. And I'm going to talk about why that is in the context of what is going on in the world today and like the shifts that are happening in the world of work. Um, I attended a, uh, a conference, a summit earlier on this week, the Employee Engagement Summit. And it was really interesting to attend and see so many different organizations coming together to share their insights, their thoughts, their perspective on where things are going in terms of organizations and what organizations are doing and need to be doing to engage their teams, engage their employees, um, so that everyone can be driving forward in the right direction. So there's a few things that I want to touch on today. So I want to talk about um, AI, because I think that's a hot topic for everybody right now. Um, I want to talk about quiet hiring. And I'm going to also talk about the different generations that are working together in the workplace and some of the challenges that come from that and how that all impacts you and how that all affects you. So let's and type in the chat, like, have you been considering the future of work? Have you been considering like what happens as we hear more and more about the impact of AI, as we see there there being shifts in different industries and some industries being in decline and um, there being a lot of changes? Like I'd love to know from you as you're listening and if you're catching this on the replay, is this something that you've been contemplating and considering? Like where do I stand and where does my role stand in the long term? Like type yes in the chat if that's something that you've been thinking about. Um, but let's talk about it. So 
when I'm working with clients, the majority of my clients are professionals. They are female professionals coming from um, a professional services background. I work with other clients too, but those are the majority of my clients. So talking lawyers, accountants, consultants, uh, project managers, directors, like we're talking about people who are highly skilled. So oftentimes when we're hearing discussions about AI and we're hearing discussions about the robots taking over, people can be thinking more about low-skilled jobs, right? Or uh, jobs that are um, easy to replace by a robot. So it's like, okay, if you are if you are a lawyer or you're an accountant, like you have a specialized skill set that you have worked towards. And so it's not really going to be possible for a robot to come and take over. But then things like that, things like chat GPT come out and it's like, hold on, people are going to be searching for contracts and asking chat GPT to write them a contract. And it's like, is that going to affect whether or not lawyers are going to still be in business? Well, I think the reality is when you are highly skilled and what it is that you're doing is um, is of value and is, is, is easy to demonstrate that it's of value, then it's, it is going to be hard for a robot to replace that. However, we do need to think about what, what does it mean in the broader landscape? Because as there are various different types of roles and various different industries that are in decline, there is now a push towards upskilling. There is now a push towards upskilling where organizations are thinking about how they can be upskilling um, individuals internally. And just generally in the industry, it's looking at and encouraging people who may see their jobs be completely defunct in the next few years to upskill so then what does that mean for the people who are already operating in the skilled space if we talk about there being you know a separation it means that people are going to go back and get retrained people are going to go back and skill up people are going to look for opportunities in places that they weren't looking for opportunities before and so even though your role may not be challenged even though your position may not be challenged there's going to be more people coming into the space in which you operate which means potentially there's more competition, which means it's important for you to be able to stand out for what it is you bring to the table and how it is you're able to utilize the skill set to bring value. So think about uh, what happened with COVID and in the online space, right? Before COVID, there were a lot of companies, there were a lot of organizations that were delivering their services online. There are a lot of different industries that were using online platforms to deliver their service. Coaching is an industry that's a good example. Like there were coaches who were operating online before COVID. But then what happened was when COVID hit, there was there was this whole big thing where companies were like, oh, we need to still operate. And the only way that we can operate right now is to go online. So companies that used to be fully in-person companies and do all of their business in person were then like, we need to find an online solution. And that was happening across the board. So then what happened to those people who were already operating online before? They were still online, but then they had more competition, competition for attention. Because before you may have had a pool of people and a certain number of online providers that were speaking to that pool of people. Then you get all the people that were operating offline also coming online, but it's like, okay, now we have all of these people that are talking to everyone. So then the market becomes more saturated in terms of the number of options that people have to go with. So then what happens? 
the people that are then operating in that space for a long time have to start thinking about how do I position myself differently so that I can stand out in a market that is now more saturated? What do I need to be saying? How do I need to be showing up? How do I need to be positioning my marketing? Like all of those were conversations and thoughts that companies needed to be having and tackling so that they could continue to operate when the market became saturated. How is that relevant to you as as an individual? Well, it's relevant because if people are skilling up and people are looking at ways that they can move into markets that are more um, growing and developing, then you need to make sure that you are standing out because you could be operating fine how you are right now and you might be seeing that there's opportunities and there's, there's ways for you to grow and maneuver. But in a few years time, when your space moves and shifts, do you know how to stand out? Do you know how to articulate your value? Do you know how to be the top pick candidate when you're going for an opportunity? So I, I, I feel like the time for just coasting and relying on your education and relying on your experience and relying on your expertise and thinking that that is going to sell it for you is kind of going. Because it's like there's lots of people that have that. So then how are we standing out and how are we making sure that what it is that you have been doing is being recognized in the right way. So I think when we're thinking about the future, it's important for you to be thinking now about these things, thinking now about positioning, thinking now about personal branding, because the digital world isn't going anywhere. And so the fact that people typically will look you up and Google you and look and see what your digital footprint looks like and what your digital profile looks like means that you need to have one. It means that you need to be working towards building one. And I know, like, for many people who are Gen X, even millennials, um, it's like, mm, I'm not really, that's not really my thing. Like, leave that to the Gen Zers. But it's like, or Gen Zs, that we would say. Um, but it's like, is can you do that now, though? Can you do that now? Can you just be like, yeah, I'm just not going to do it when the landscape is changing and moving so much? And so rather than be like, well, I don't really feel like I need to focus on that or I want to focus on that, the question should be how. How do I go about focusing on it in a way that feels authentic to me, in a way that feels good? So I'm not about to go on like all these social media platforms and feel like I need to be out there all of the time. But there's different ways for you to build visibility. It isn't just an online there's ways offline that you can build your visibility and build your profile but the thing is how am I being intentional about that what is it that I'm choosing to do to make sure that within my organization within my team within my industry within the space that I'm in people know what it is I can do how it is I can help how I can add value and why I am a good person to be involved in a project in an initiative versus somebody else and so this really goes to you spending some time looking at what is my unique value proposition like what makes me different what makes me different from someone else who has the same job title as me and the same background as me and I think the more you can dig into that the more confident you can feel in being able to speak to that and this is a big part of like what this is a big reason why part of my program um that I work with my clients through is them identifying who they are as people and having a a heightened level of awareness around what their skill set is and what their strengths are. Because there are so many different strengths that you can have, but that the combination of strengths that many of you have is unique. I did an interview with uh, Trudy Bateman from um, uh, the Strengths Profile 
company. So they do strengths profile, they do assessments, it's similar to Strengths Finder um, to help people to identify what their strengths were. Um, we've got a podcast episode on it, you can go and check it out. It was a fascinating episode. But one of the things that she said, I think it, the statistic was like there is a one in two billion chance that you will have the same strengths profile makeup as somebody else. Hey, 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 I am super excited because I have a handful of spots open for one-to-one coaching. I am looking to work with more of you who are highly ambitious, very driven, know where you want to get to, but are struggling to get there because you feel as though you're being overlooked and undervalued for the contribution that you're making. You know that you need to get more visible. You know that you need to show up more. You understand that creating a personal brand that is speaking for you when you're not in the room is important so that you can move towards your career goals but you don't quite know how to make it happen and for you I am extending the invitation to come and join me inside of Elevate. This is my one-to-one high-touch coaching program that is designed to help you to advance into your next role, secure your next client, position yourself for the opportunities that you want by being intentional with your personal brand, making sure that your digital footprint is tight. Yes, I mean, LinkedIn is looking good and attracting the right opportunities and making sure that you're able to show up with confidence and fully articulate the value that you're able to bring to your next opportunity. I am excited to dig deep come up with your personalized strategy and your plan and support you with the accountability and coaching that is required to help you to get there. So if this sounds good to you, if you know that you need some support with really taking your career to the next level, book a call with me and let's explore you joining the Elevate program. So head over to careerchangemakers.com forward slash call so that you can book a fitting call and then let's have a conversation about whether or not this program is a good fit for you. I look forward to speaking to you. one in two billion so when you're thinking about how do I stand out how am I different like you fully understanding what you bring to the table and the unique blend of that allows you to then see well then how does this add value wherever it is that I am and then how do I talk more about that and how do I lean into that how do I make sure that I am doing work that is aligned to the strengths that I have so that I can make the most impact so that's the first thing that I want to say, yeah, Jennifer said, wow, yeah, I suggest you go listen to the episode, it's a really good one, Um, so that's the first thing, so AI is one thing, the other thing that is a trend is quiet hiring, and organisations focusing more on the importance of skills versus experience, so in the past, if you were going for an opportunity, the thing that you'll be asking yourself is like, oh, like there was that catch 22 situation where it's like, well, how do I get in if I need experience, but I haven't got experience because no one will give me the opportunity to get experience, but I need that first before I can then apply for the next role. So you find yourself feeling like, well, if I want to move into something that's slightly different or maybe like advanced, I don't have the track record in it yet. And I just need someone to give me a break so that I can get the track record so that I can continue. Well, I get it. Like I understand what that mindset 
was as like okay in order for somebody to deliver on this well we need to know that they've got experience in it but there has now been a shift and it was interesting to hear organizations talking about that from research that they've been doing in various different industries there's been a shift to employers more focusing on what is your skill set what is your skill set and how is that skill set transferable and how can it be utilized where we want it to be utilized what is the skill set And I think that that is a big shift because rather than you thinking, I need to have experience of operating in this exact space, you're able to drill down to the skill level and understand what your skills are and then understand how they're transferable. So if there is a move towards skilling up and if there is a move towards focusing on skill set, then you as an individual have an opportunity to really be digging in around that and understanding that. Like what is the skill? that you are using? What are the skills that you have developed? Do you know what they are? Like if I were to ask you on a day-to-day basis, what skills do you use? Would you struggle to tell me? Because oftentimes when we're asked about our day-to-day, we talk about what we do and we often do that in a very general way. Like I manage people, I organize this, I draft documents, I have conversations, I yeah, we can talk about it in a very broad way. But like, are you identifying this skill that you are cultivating through the different tasks that you're doing on a day-to-day basis. So like there's opportunity there for you to understand the skill and then how that feeds into the tasks that are required and the projects that need to get done. Because if you understand that, if you understand what you're able to do and what you've developed at a skill level and organizations are more moving towards focusing on that, it's easier for you to then articulate the value that you're able to bring. It's easier for you to have conversations that are showing them why it is that you're a good candidate. So this is all work that you do when you're focused on your personal brand. This is all work that you do when you're focused on raising your visibility, because before you can go out there and start talking about what it is that you do, before you can go out there and start sharing your expertise, you have to spend the time figuring out what that even is. You have to spend the time. So you prioritizing these types of things now is going to help you in the future because in different circumstances, you're going to have to be able to speak about your skill set. Um, I was sharing earlier on today that uh, a client of mine sent me an email. Uh, she's We've been working together over the last few months. She's been working towards making a move in her career and she was on holiday and a role came up that she really wanted to apply for. And she was like, oh, I don't know if I'm going to get it done because I'm on holiday with my family and I'm not sure. And she sent me the email today to say that she, she actually was in Cambodia on a river, on a cruise down the river, and she decided to just go all in and do the application. She was able to do this application to a high standard because of the work that she's been doing over the last few months, digging into her expertise, her skill set, what she's been doing in the past, the threads, the patterns, and all of that. So much so that she did this application right down to the wire, finished it just before the deadline. One week later, she's been invited for an interview. Now, The role that came up that she wanted to apply for ticks all the boxes. How does she know that it ticks all the boxes? Because she spent the time identifying what those boxes actually are. 
she spent the time really diagnosing like what are the challenges that I've had with my current role and what is it that I want going forward. So one, she was able to identify the role as being an ideal fit. And two, she understood how to relate her existing experience to the role that she's applying for in such a way that she landed an interview really quickly. And so what I'm, I'm sharing this with you because she did not start the process when she found the opportunity. She did not see the advert on the job board and then say, now I'm going to start thinking about this stuff because the deadline's tomorrow and I'm just going to have to put something together and get it in. No, she was spending time, weeks, thinking about this stuff, digesting this stuff so that when she's talking about it and when she's creating an application, she's able to do it from an angle of like, I know myself. I know myself, I understand my skills, I know how to articulate the value of those skills in relation to what it is that you want, and so I can produce this application and let's go. And that's what I want for you. I want you to be in a position where you're not waiting until the opportunity comes for you to get ready. There's a saying that um, someone that I follow, uh, Nicole Walters, says all the time, she says, stay ready so you don't have to get ready. Like if you're getting ready, at the moment when the opportunity is here, you have missed the trick. Like you've missed the opportunity to make sure that you're putting your best foot forward because you're just trying to like scramble and like go for it in the moment. But actually, if you're intentional about it and you know where it is that you're heading and you know where it is that you're working towards, you can start building blocks. You can start making moves towards where it is that you want to go way before you're trying to get there. And so that's another big reason why you want to be focused on this, like focus on having your personal brand, focus on having the intention around where you're going in your career and focus on getting more visible in the right spaces so that you can attract the opportunities that you want. Um, So that was the second thing. And then the third thing that I just want to touch on briefly is we are in a space now where there are four or five generations within the workplace. Like we've got the, uh, what are they? We've got the baby boomers, we've got Gen X, we've got millennials, we've got Gen Z, and then we've got the ones who were before the baby boomers. I don't quite know what they are. Let me know in the comments if you know what they are, um, what the name is uh, for that group of people. But there is the fact that you've got different generations who have a different perspective on what the world of work should look like or what the expectations are means that sometimes there's friction. And sometimes it's like, oh, like, how is this going to work? So when you're in a, in a space and most of my clients and most of the people that follow me are millennials or Gen X, right? We're like in that middle category. And so you get the youngsters coming up and like people have a different way of approaching work or a different expectation about like how, how they should be treated or how opportunities should come to them like there's differences in that and I think that if you're in that middle ground like you've been in a space where you've navigated working with people that are above you in terms of like being a lot older and you understand those who are coming up and I see that as a value add it's almost like as a, as as being in that middle middle group, you can act as a conduit. It's like you understand where they're coming from. You also understand where they're coming from because you've operated in that space for long enough. And so looking at ways where you can add value, not only from the place of like the work that you do, but also in terms of making the environment that you work in run a lot smoother. Being the person who can who can communicate differently, being the person who can be the peacemaker, being the person who can advocate for those who need advocating for, and recognizing that you have, a, you may have a skill set 
that is valuable from a social perspective that is going to help with making the organization run better. We're in a space where there's hybrid working, where people are working in the office, people are working at home. So there's lots of challenges that companies are facing. And you have the opportunity to be thinking about how can I be of help in this area? How can I support with some of these challenges? And that is a really, really easy an impactful way for you to stand out. So when I'm talking about visibility, I'm talking about you looking at different ways that you can raise your profile. Like you can raise your profile through the work that you do and making sure that the work that you do and the impact of that work is known. And you can also raise your profile by making sure that you are contributing to the positive vibe, the environment, the culture of the firm or the organization that you work for um, and seeing that as valuable right? Like I know that for me, I'm a people person. I didn't necessarily see that as valuable from a workplace perspective until like a little way into my legal career. Like I just thought it was just a thing. Like I love people. I'm friendly. Yeah. Great. But actually that's super helpful. It's a super helpful skill to have when you're in a space, when you're in a meeting, when you're in um, an environment where tensions are are, are rising and there's friction between personalities. If you can be the person to like cut that ice <laughs> and just be like, okay, here's what we're going to do. It's helpful to everybody. And so there's other skill sets. You might be someone who's really calm. And when everyone's getting all wild, you can just bring the tone down with your presence. That is valuable, right? You might be the person who is the first to speak up and, and is confident in that. That is valuable. Like there's, there's space there is time for like all of the different personality traits that people have. It's just knowing like, when do we dial those up? When do we use them? And where, in which settings are they most appropriate? So that is what I wanted to share and I'll see you soon. Thank you for joining. Hey, hey, hey. What I know to be true from working with over a hundred amazing female professionals is that you may be the best kept secret in your organization, in your industry, in your space. And there are opportunities out there waiting for you. So if you are somebody who wants to take up one of those opportunities, if you want to make a big, bold move in the next three to six months, and you want to do it in a way that isn't stressful, that isn't time consuming, that doesn't have you feeling burnt out, then lean in because the Career Changemaker program is back and we are looking to support 10 female professionals who are ready to move into a role with more impact, more meaning and more pay in the next three to six months. If you want to understand how to leverage your existing experience, how to position yourself to attract opportunities to you so you don't have to chase them and land a role that allows you to position yourself as a thought leader in your space, you want to apply for this cohort of the program. We start on the 1st of May and we will be running for three months and there are a limited number of spots. So if this sounds interesting to you, if this sounds like what you need right now in terms of support, then I encourage you to apply without delay. Head over to careerchangemakers.com forward slash CCM program, submit your application, I will review it. And if I think that the program could be a good fit, we can jump on a call and explore what that looks like. So make your application today. I haven't got long before we get started. I look forward to hearing from you.
If you are looking to make your next best career move sooner rather than later, and you'd like some specific, personalized, tailored support as you make your transition, I invite you to book a fitting call with us. We'll discuss which of our programs or services could be the best fit for you as you move forward. Head over to www.careerchangemakers.com and book your call today. Thank you.